0: better than this i don't know what i'm doing i can't do this shit
1: what's better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast Presented by Locked On, it's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Monday edition of the show. One more week left in the regular season of college football. Those are five more weeks in the NFL season. It's Thanksgiving on Thursday. Kyle, welcome.
0: I am thankful for many things, Joe. But what I am most thankful for is another week of this podcast with you.
1: Oh. I think the question on everyone's minds Is yes. Is there going to be any macaroni and cheese on your plate this Thanksgiving
0: Highly doubtful And the only reason Why I say it's highly doubtful is Because I know the places that I'm going Yeah Have historically not served mac and cheese
1: Wow, imagine It's uh, a well, South
0: thing You know, you're, I, you're you're a Southern guy now So bear in mind I'm above the Mason Dicks.
1: <laughs> Are you going to have a turkey salad for Thanksgiving or will there be some starches and you know carbs on your plate?
0: I will eat all of the turkey. I could legitimately have a plate that's just turkey and be perfectly fine. 10 pounds of turkey.
1: I don't know about 10 pounds, man. That's a lot. All right. 6 pounds of turkey. So what is this, was this week 11 in the NFL? We- 12 oh 12 that just finished huh well we
0: still got monday night football tonight but yes other than that it's kaputz.
1: yeah rams ravens tonight um i guess everyone's expecting the ravens to go in there and mop the floor with the rams aren't they
0: uh what the would
1: you what would you put this line at it's at three and a half baltimore's a three and a half favorite on the road that's probably,
0: probably right.
1: The cha- I mean, the Ravens offense is just difficult. You know, it's just a lot to account for. We'll see how much staying power it has, right? Chip, Ke- I mean, I'm not comparing it to Chip Kelly in that don't, offense, don't, but
0: you stop this statement listen, right now. I'm listen, saving you for yourself.
1: I'm always anxious to see how unique offenses, if they can stand the test of time in the NFL. So. I mean, I love what the Ravens are doing. It's really fun. I think they're a pain in the ass to deal with. The Bills play them uh, in two weeks. I couldn't be more nervous about the game. I just can't wait to see what type of staying power this this unit you know well, what they can do.
0: The good news for you is Buffalo at eight and three. You're winning ten games. I understand you got a tough slate to finish, but like at eight and three, you're winning ten football games. You you should. Mop the floor with the Steelers. Did you see any of the Steelers game yesterday?
1: Yeah, listen, I I am more terrible. optimistic about the Steelers game, but I know what that team is in the trenches, man. I know they got terrible quarterback situation. Their offensive skill players are banged up, not helping them. But I don't know, man. I guess the Bills did really good against a good defense in Denver, right? I mean, yeah. It, the actually, it's funny the the bills played the number 1 defense the patriots week 4 i think they're averaging allowing like 275 a game the bills wind up getting like i think almost over 400 yards and then against the broncos who are allowing 310 a game had 400 the bills had 425 yards against them so they've been able to overcome some good defenses but it's all
0: matchups and I, um, I don't think i don't think pittsburgh's got the secondary to really stress the depth of buffalo's wide receivers when that game comes
1: yeah we'll deal with it in three weeks
0: you know who the bills are playing if the playoffs started today
1: uh uh the whoever the three seed is right no four seed so kansas city or something like that kansas city and arrowhead yeah what kind of crap is that what's gonna play the other team who's the who's the other seed yeah, the other
0: the only two teams in the NFL I give a shit about besides Miami, Houston and Pittsburgh against each other.
1: <laughs> I want to play one of them. <laughs> give me the Texans.
0: Listen, we talked about this on the front end before we started the show. The AFC wildcard race Bananas. is spectacular. Because we have Cleveland at five and six, who's a they're game spit. Right they're uh, they're right a in game it. out of a wildcard spot. And they play Pittsburgh this week, yeah. who's in the sixth seed. This is what we talked about, Joe. Good teams make runs in the second half of the year. Cleveland, good team, is still debatable. Talented team, yes. They've won three in a row. They're at five and six. They're going to play Duck Hodges and the Steelers this week. <laughs> Like, they have a real chance to get to 500, knock Pittsburgh back down, move into second place in the AFC North with a game to go against Baltimore. Not that it don't matter. Baltimore's winning the division. And then you have Oakland, Indianapolis, and Tennessee at 6-5, and five, tied with the Steelers on the outside looking in the playoff picture.
1: One, two, three, four, five teams within a game.
0: And you're only getting one spot because Buffalo's not coughing up an 8-3 lead.
1: God bless it. I hope not. Joe, they mathematically have, speaking. Yeah, listen, it's they have at Dallas on Thursday, Baltimore, at Pittsburgh, at New England, Jets.
0: They're winning Pittsburgh and Jets. Well, <laughs> they'll be 10 and six. And and a lot of these teams still play each other. You know, who the, you know who the Titans play the rest of the way? No, they got the Texans twice in three games in the last two of the last three games of the year.
1: That'll be important, huh?
0: They also play Indianapolis, I believe, this week, and they play the Raiders.
1: Ryan Tannehill. Man, brother.
0: <laughs> I was asked this. I was asked like, what, what my thought is with Ryan. and I liked Ryan in Miami, and, and I appreciated what he did to provide stability to the quarterback position where Miami had none for about 15 years. But Tannehill had, was always a player based on his feel for the game that you had to be able to provide him with certain things, that namely being good pieces on your offensive line and a reliable running game. Miami, over the course of seven years, arguably never had either one of those things, with the exception of the year they went 10-6 and six and ran the ball with Ajayi. It's the only year they had any semblance of a good offensive line and a good running game. Miami wanted to make Tannehill into the guy that they put the entire offense on his back. It's not the kind of player that he is. But you see him step into Tennessee, and he's flourishing in that role because Derrick Henry's going off for 175 yards total offense and two touchdowns. Tannehill doesn't have to do everything by himself, and it's great. And I I think it's great for Ryan. I'm happy for Ryan. And as a Dolphins fan who would love to see the Texans miss the playoffs and the Steelers miss the playoffs, I would love to see this run continue and Tennessee stay hot. And sweep Houston.
1: The Titans created a no excuse year for Marcus Mariota, and it's provided the perfect environment for Ryan Tannehill yep. to thrive in. Yep. That is, <laughs> that is something else, man. Um, and I still think they have some patches to do on the, that offensive line, but mm-hmm. I like the makeup of the receiving core. I like their tight ends. I like their running backs. I mean, it's it's a it's a good group, and Mariota's. Cautious trigger restricted it. It's it's the it's a little bit like Tyrod and Buffalo. I think
0: that's that's definitely fair. As far as overly conservative, not willing to get chunk plays, and as a result, there's a lot of three and outs. There's a lot of playing behind the chains when the t- offense makes mistakes. You know, Tennessee's four and one with Ryan Tannehill as a starting quarterback, and they play. Everything's in front of them. They play Indy, they play Oakland, they play the Saints. Is their non-conference game left on the schedule? And they play the Texans twice.
1: Do you know that the the Cleveland Browns' strength of victory is the best in the AFC and second best in the league? Really? Yeah.
0: Why they beat the Dolphins?
1: I, they have a, their strength of victory is five one nine. Baltimore four twenty six, New England four hundred, Houston four forty two. The only team that's higher is Atlanta, five seventy six. Uh, actually, there is only and two that's teams. They've
0: won twice, and
1: <laughs> one right. the, the <laughs> weirdest games ever. There is only two teams above five hundred with strength of victory. It's the Browns at five and six, and the three and eight Atlanta Falcons. Go figure that.
0: Cleveland's a talented team. Yeah, they got to stay out
1: of their own way. Dangerous team. I knew it. I, I when. The Bills played them, and not that I always want to bring everything back to the Bills, but this is relevant for the Browns. The belief that the Browns were just going to stay sloppy and, and undisciplined as the reason you're going to beat them is not a, a real reason to, beat the, to be optimistic you're going to win the game. They're too talented. But anywho, and yeah, the- this is a fa- – do you have a prediction right here on, on this November 25th, 2019, who uh, the five close. and six seeds are? Buffalo's
0: the five. I I will still pick Houston as a divisional winner. I think Pittsburgh slips. Yeah. And I think.
1: To me, that's obvious, right? They just don't have enough offense. Yeah. (laughs) Their strength of victory is 277. That's right there with the Bills at 239. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I agree with you. We agree on Buffalo as the five seed. And we agree with all the division winners holding serve. Is that
0: Yes, everybody who's in a divisional lead right now, I think holds serve. So
1: Houston I takes can't the division.
0: I not see Tennessee getting that hot.
1: But yes, a game Houston back. wins the division. You said they're a game back, and they play two out of three against against Houston, yeah, but right?
0: They, but then they also play the Saints. So it's like you have to you have yeah. to beat Oakland, you have to beat Indy, you have to sweep Houston to give yourself the wiggle room to lose to the Saints.
1: In Tennessee's four and four in the conference, which not not helpful in this conversation when right. Houston I think Tennessee six probably
0: two. I think Tennessee probably finishes nine and seven but I think that's on the outside looking in
1: so there's gonna be there could be multiple nine and seven teams here that don't get in which is fine you shouldn't nine and seven all right so who's the seven who's the six seed let's let's make a call here you said I mean Houston's already in as, as a division winner
0: yes maybe Indy
1: so Buffalo at lean, five
0: I think I'd lean the Colts
1: feel like they're the best team.
0: Colts play Titans at home, Buccaneers, Saints in New Orleans, home against the Panthers, and then the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, Uh. yep. It, Buffalo and Indies, you're five and six seed. I think that's the most favorable
0: schedule you're going to find. Um, Raiders turned out. Big critical crash and burn. If they were going to make the playoff run, because now – Oakland, eh, they're they're fairly reasonable too, but they play the Chiefs this week and
1: then the Titans next week. I think Indy can get the. I think Indy can go four and one over those last five.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: There, I mean that, that could be interesting. Of it. That capable. could put Buffalo and Indy at ten and six both, and then whatever the tiebreakers are. I whatever tiebreaker gets you playing Houston and not Kansas City, that's the one I want to be. <laughs> Give me that.
0: <laughs> well, we we don't know. Both those teams are seven and four.
1: I know. I know.
0: So there's some some sorting out to do there, but I think the, the two provided Baltimore wins tonight against the Rams. Your top two se- seeds are set. Lock it in.
1: The NFC is not as interesting, but...
0: The top of the conference is.
1: Yeah, oh, oh, unbelievably interesting there, but the six teams that are slotted for the playoffs, we can arrange them differently, but you're not going to convince me that the Rams at 6-4, and four are the 7-seed, or the Bears at 5-6, and six, the 8-seed, are getting in well what is interesting though is the eagles in dallas for the nfc east because yes. and that and that division is only going to produce one playoff team which is very different than we thought going into the year
0: well it's we we predicted it but we predicted dallas would miss it miss the playoffs at 10 and 6
1: right that's true that's true
0: Well, i don't i don't think we're getting a six. can we talk about jason garrett kicking a field goal last night
1: yeah it was important to get that lead down to four
0: <laughs> brother like you were in the red zone once all game you had 4th and 7 with 6 minutes left in the football game like you were in the deepest position you've been in Patriots ter- territory all game long. I don't think there are three possessions before that. They crossed the 50. <laughs> and you're going to bank on putting it, putting it all together? And the only reason you got down there is you had 60-yard completion. How can you possibly justify needing a touchdown down 7 with 6 minutes left in your deepest position in opposing territory with a manageable 4th and 7. Going for it, if you get it great, go score your touchdown. If you don't, you have to develop a stop and then get the ball back, but New England will be starting inside their own 15-yard line. As compared to kicking the field goal, still needing a touchdown, getting the ball back with 2 minutes and starting inside your own 25 because New
1: England flipped the field position. And still needing to stop New England.
0: And still needing to stop. <laughs> I had somebody trying to argue with me about this last time. I'm like, brother. That that is the old school take the points. But you you can't just take the points and assume you're going to score more points when you're playing against a team that's averaging giving up less points per game than what the 2001 Baltimore Ravens did.
1: That's stupid. So Dallas at 6-5, and five, um, currently leading the NFC East. Eagles have a real cakewalk here the rest of the year, including a game against Dallas in Philly to decide that division. Um, interesting to me, at least, that our bet between Cowboys, oh, Eagles, <laughs> Chargers, Chiefs, we you and I had a bet for anyone who doesn't know. Tied. They're, they're, they're tied at tied. 11. Yeah, so Kyle and I had a bet on which teams would combine for the most wins, Cowboys, giant, or Cowboys Eagles, Chargers, Chiefs. I had the Chargers, Chiefs. Kyle had Cowboys, Eagles, and they're both tied at 11.
0: Not not exactly what we envisioned for week 12.
1: No, not at all. Um, what was the other bet? Did we have another one, or did I have it with somebody that Atlanta would be like a top five offense? Yeah, it's, it's me. Oh, and I took – oh, I'm going to get that for sure then. Congratulations on the win. Okay. Well, what's the – do we have a tiebreaker for this? I thought we had um, Thought we we were pretty selective
0: this year because I we've haphazardly <laughs> accepted bets in the past. Yeah, I was but like, I well, no. If we're going to turn this into like bragging rights and like a real thing, then I'm not betting if I don't believe it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the Chargers have obviously let me down a bit, and both teams have let you down a bit in the NFC East.
0: Philly's weird. Right? Philly's a weird. I mean, their flaws. Have become so like crippling flaws for for their team, and and Carson Wentz is not playing particularly well right now. Um, the wide receiver position is banged up. I don't believe either Alshon Jeffrey or Nelson Aguilar played last week. Philly fans would tell you Aguilar <laughs> not playing is an upgrade. Deshaun <laughs> Jackson's played like eight quarters of football this year. The secondary is still a mess. I don't, I don't know, but, but they have the coaching, they have the postseason experience and they have the talent to put together a run. You mentioned they have a soft run here. I believe off the top of my, my head for their five games, they play the remainder of the season are the giants, the Redskins, the Cowboys and the dolphins. Who am I missing?
1: Uh, Eagles or Cowboys? Eagles. Something like that. Yeah. Uh I can click on it one second here. Philly? Yeah. Get my producer to pull that up real quick. All right. So the Philadelphia Eagles, the remainder of the season, they play at Miami, Miami. Giants, yep. at Redskins, yep. versus Dallas. Cowboys and at Giants.
0: That's it. Oh, Giants twice. Yeah, Giants Brother, twice. Good teams go on runs. It's right there for you on a silver platter, man. Take care of your business. Ten and six. You'll be the four seed because you're going to be a divisional winner
1: home game in the playoffs
0: home game in the playoffs there you go I mean, that, that's that's right there for for the eagles to take but well,
1: like low-key they might be able to lose to dallas and still win the division right <laughs> <laughs> now they got beat you got to, you should go beat dallas like take care of your business but I, I don't think anyone's gonna be surprised if philly wins five in a row to end the year
0: They'll but be Dallas, favored. Dallas doesn't have that hard of a slate either.
1: Buffalo. What? What? What Bills. is it? Yeah.
0: Bills, Chicago, Rams, Eagles, Redskins.
1: I mean, Rams, Bills. What was the other one? Bears. Rams, Bears, and Bills are better than the opponents that.
0: Oh, e- Eagles yeah. have an easier schedule for right. sure, and right. they've got the the Cowboys game at home,
1: right? right
0: so do we want to do we want to talk about the other side of the coin here and talk about the race for the second pick
1: oh we have to because it's fascinating
0: these teams are getting hot and by hot i mean cold
1: (laughs) well since sensitivity wow (laughs) (laughs) it's making up words here on this podcast that'll probably kyle will probably slot that for everybody Jesus, imagine me getting away with a mispronunciation blunder. <laughs> Could not happen. Symphony. The Bengals, 0-11, taking care of their business all the way to Joe Burrow at number one, right? It's interesting because I mean we'll probably talk about this a ton in the coming months, but like Chase Young's the best prospect in the class, and it's not close. Like that close at all. And since he's going to sit there at number one with the option of Joe Burrow, they're answer at quarterback, a tailor-made quarterback for Zach Taylor's system, or this unbelievable pass rusher. To me, they got to go with the quarterback, but man, I think it's at least worth talking about. Could this be a Miles Garrett Baker Mayfield thing?
0: I was just getting ready to say, let's, let's have this discussion. How often do we see teams forego a quarterback for the pass rusher when the quarterback is, doesn't check all the boxes because I think that's the best way to describe Joe Burrow. You know, he checks all the boxes from an intangible standpoint, from a size perspective, but he's a one year quote unquote, one year wonder. I don't want to miscast. This as disrespect for Joe Burrow either. I have a top five player in the class. He's had one year of elite production. His arm strength is not at the caliber of what you traditionally see super high end quarterbacks taken in the draft does those two components introduce a scenario where you can look back over the course of history and say, well, Team X picked pass rusher over quarterback because he was a cleaner prospect and checked more boxes?
1: Kyle, if you could guarantee me right now that I get Chase Young and then either Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, I'm signing up for that. All right, But I don't think you can promise me that. And can the Bengals really go? I mean, they're probably going to go 0-16 this year. But can they go, like, 1-15 again and, like, everything's cool? Well,
0: that's that's the interesting part. This front office isn't going to fire themselves because (laughs) the owner's running the front office. And then Duke Tobin is their number two. And Duke Tobin's been there for a while. And Cincinnati's not been good for a hot sack. This may spell doom for Zach Taylor. <laughs> you know, I could tell if you told me if I'm Cincinnati and I can get Chase Young at one and then I can turn around and I could get. Who's going to be there at
1: 33? Quarterbacks. Yes. Hurts. Eason, maybe. Maybe Jordan from Love? from. Yeah, those guys. Those are the cast of characters.
0: If I'm Cincinnati, is that a more appealing combination than Joe Burrow and Curtis Weaver? It might be. I think the answer is yes.
1: <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun to talk about for the next six months. Or however long. And then,
0: that, then that opens up a whole can of worms is what well is Miami, who's sitting at three right now, do? with a very blatant, blatant needs everywhere, but the Giants now don't get to pick Chase Young. So what the hell would the Giants do hypothetically if they finished where they're at right now in the two spot? Would Miami take two a Tonga Viola? or Would they take a healthy Joe Burrow? Well, that then, is Kyle. Cincinnati Kyle taking my, Chase Young is the peak chaos scenario for the draft.
1: Oh, it's, it's bonkers. But look, can we take it from the angle angle of they take Burrow? And then let's say Miami's picking two. All right, here it is. You have the same scenario. Do you want to go with Chase Young? Or do you want to go with Tua? Or, you know, like, (laughs) what do you do, Kyle? You you can answer. I'm I'm taking
0: Chase Young at two, and I'm taking my other two first-round picks and whatever else I need, and I'm jumping up and drafting Tua as well.
1: Cause if you could come away with Tua and Chase Young in the draft, I don't, I don't who care what else gives a rat's ass about anything.
0: Right. <laughs> and now you still have Joe Burrow on the board starting at three.
1: Imagine not loving the NFL draft. The possibilities are
0: endless. Endless possibilities. So who do we think who do we think comes out with with like the top three or four picks right now.
1: Uh okay, so it's Cincinnati's locking in at one. I mean, they, they're two games up, man. I know they play Miami, but even if they win that game, they're still a game up and they'd have to win another game. So Cincinnati's gonna be at one. The problem with Miami really
0: drop the ball winning this game, huh?
1: Yeah, what the hell was that for? Um I mean even Atlanta, congratulations on beating They beat New Orleans and Carolina the last two weeks, or whatever.
0: Atlanta's going to get their guy, though. Derek Brown. I love that fit so much. You guys and I don't. Who's the Who's the threat to take Derek Brown? Nobody. I don't think think Denver. As much as I could see that being a defensive fit and a logical pick, they've got so much pressing needs
1: elsewhere. Yeah, they're just going to sit there and take take Derek Brown. So Cincinnati, I don't know Cincinnati. Somebody has to win the game between Cincinnati and Miami, which will dictate this. If Miami gets to three wins, Kyle, that's not good, brother. That puts you out of the a lot of stuff.
0: Puts you out of Chase Young, and then you're just drafting Tua. Period.
1: Unless I mean, but now it gets weird with a team willing to jump.
0: Well, Miami can jump.
1: It sure can, but man, you just never know with that stuff. That makes Here's- me nervous.
0: Here's what's really fun. On November 19th for the Draft Network, last Tuesday, I wrote Crunch Time, the 2020 NFL Draft's five most pivotal games remaining. I think if we use this as a template, we can can kind of sift through. through.
1: Good, good article.
0: Yeah. So week 12, I had Detroit Lions at Washington Redskins. It's one of the five most pivotal games in determining the top of the draft order. Washington won that football game. And it has certainly thrown things for a wrench because if Washington's sitting at one in ten, they're going to continue to lose football games. They could have feasibly lost out. Cincinnati wins one game. Washington's strength of schedule is seventy points worse than Cincinnati's. Washington would have been at the in, in the one spot if both these teams finished with one win. Yeah. So that's Washington's drop the ball. Now, congratulations. Next week, the Jets play the Bengals in Cincinnati.
1: Jets are playing good. They just mopped the floor with
0: the Raiders. I understand that. But this is an Adam Gase coached football team.
1: It's won three in a row.
0: And their three wins are who?
1: I don't know. They won three games in a row. They're a bad team.
0: You know what's really fun? Their next two games, the Jets are Cincinnati and the Dolphins. <laughs> so people are suddenly going to be falling all over themselves to get back on the New York Jets train with Adam Gase. You're going to be six with and seven before you can blink. I'm yeah. just, Adam Gase, Adam Gase is in a perennial state of seven and six or
1: six and 7 you fine with or me. Seven
0: and seven, and then the late game collapse, and they play the Bills week seventeen.
1: Yeah, if he spoils <sighs> the season, I'm going to be pissed.
0: No, nah, man, they're going to finish. They're going to finish seven and nine. Lock it in. Because that's that's peak Adam Gase.
1: Seven to nine after they were what was what was their record to start the year? Horrible.
0: I mean, they 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 were one and seven.
1: Yeah. If you go from one and seven to seven to nine, that's good. I understand Sam Darnold being hurt. I mean, they probably could have won a couple of games that he was out, right? I think Adam Gase is always going to be the problem there so as long I mean whatever keeps Adam Gase in New York we're good for me me.
0: (laughs) now let's move past that because week 16 is the big one we have the Giants playing the Redskins we have two two win teams playing against each other and the same week we have the winless Bengals playing the two and nine Dolphins
1: what week is that
0: week 16 brother huge Get your popcorn ready. And the week before that, the Dolphins play the Giants.
1: So the reality here is there's some real chances for some of these two-win teams to get to four yeah. wins.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati, let's go ahead and pencil them in.
1: You did a mock draft today. Kyle, how did you have this unfolding in terms of who picked who in the top five?
0: Based on what it is right now? Yeah. Because I didn't predict order going forward.
1: No, I understand that. So if everything holds serve, this is yeah, the draft ev- order. If
0: everything holds serve, I had Cincinnati taking Joe Burrow, taking the quarterback. Okay. I had the Giants drafting Chase Young at two.
1: You're a hero to all the Giants fans, Kyle.
0: Yes. Well, they keep losing. They lose seven in a row. Don't thank me. Thank your shitty football team. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> I had the Dolphins drafting two at Tunga Viola at, at three. If he was going to be your guy beforehand, do you hear yeah. what the doctor said about Tua?
1: Yes, yeah, about something about getting mauled by a bear. It, yeah, it's more,
0: more likely to get mauled by a bear than he is to suffer the the Bo uh, Jackson fate. The Bo Jackson fate. Yeah, so that's great. News. Keep, keep this
1: guy there. out of the woods, you know.
0: Yep. <laughs> still, still have some some questions with long term health and durability, and Tua still has to make the decision to come into the draft. But if he was going to be Miami's guy, and you get that prognosis, assuming it holds and we have no reason to believe anything otherwise at this point in time, Tua should still be your guy. I had Washington drafting Tristan Wirfs at four.
1: So low-key from just – I mean, obviously you and I are into the weeds with these fan bases and mock drafts. That's a nice scenario for Washington because they were so conflicted when they were picking two, and they like – Edge is our eighth need, totally but we, you know, we really need an offensive tackle. Well, go, good job. You won a game and you made this, this decision much right. easier.
0: Yeah. Made it much easier. And, and I had a lot of questions. Kyle, why is Andrew Thomas falling on your board? Still have Andrew Thomas top 20. So let's slow down a little bit.
1: How far did he go?
0: He fell to 15 to Cleveland. Wow. I had the Chart, or I, I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Take Jedrick Wills, and I had the Washington Redskins take uh, Tristan Wurz.
1: You, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, you're going through the offensive tackles.
0: Yeah, I'm just okay. saying the offensive tackle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like,
1: what? Okay. So
0: Thomas, Thomas was offensive tackle three, and everyone is very confused.
1: I hear you. Good. You can talk about that for the whole day now.
0: And then I had Denver picking Jeff Akuda at five.
1: How's that been received? I'm interested because their past defense is good, but uh, that dude across from Harris is not good, and he's a con. It makes sense to and, me.
0: And Harris's contract, right? Yeah, he's been on rocky waters there in Denver for seems like two years now.
1: Yeah. What you've got any feedback on that? Are they are Broncos Nation happy well, with that or?
0: Yeah, they 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 didn't love it.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> What'd you do for the Lions? Always anxious to hear what people do for the Lions.
0: Vanessa, man. Oh, I'm, getting they, rave, I'm getting rave reviews.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was good. You followed my lead on that last week. They liked Epinesa from me last week, so yeah, good job. So the full
0: full top 10 was Bengals t- drafting Joe Burrow, Giants drafting Chase Young, Miami drafting Tua Tunga Viola, Washington drafting Tristan Wirfs, Denver drafting Jeff Okuda, Atlanta drafting Derek Brown, yep. Detroit drafting AJ Epinesa, Arizona drafting Jerry Judy, Ooh. Jacksonville drafting Isaiah Simmons and the Jets drafting CeeDee Lamb.
1: Oh, uh, that's fun. I'm interested to, hear, interested to hear how people receive your Judy pick for Arizona because they were mixed emotions with the CeeDee Lamb thing that I gave them last week, you know, but there was a big-time fun factor there with Kyle to the CeeDee Lamb, re, you know, recreated. Um, does a different – you know, they, they really want trench players. Does a different receiver, you know, cloudy their he, perception of the pick? Yeah. What's that?
0: So does a different receiver move the needle yeah. as far as how to receive that pick? Yeah. yeah. That's always the fun, fun part of mocks is, is finding out what buttons you push in the right way and what buttons
1: you push <laughs> in the wrong way. Right. Right.
0: Uh, right. The, the mafia is upset with me. So I, I yeah. need to blame you for that.
1: Uh, they should be upset with you, but we talked about this. I know it's you a re- and I, you and I literally talked right. about this exact scenario, right? It's a reasonable pick, right? That's and that's I what's gave him fine DeAndre with me. DeAndre
0: Swift, if you right. haven't read the mock, game gave him DeAndre yeah. Swift.
1: That's fine with like in terms of it. Here's the thing: like I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. We just make this shit up in November, all right? We're just sitting right. here making it's this shit hypothetical to right. try and connect dots. <laughs> it doesn't matter that much. So when I see mock drafts in November, I either think I look at it and I say, "Okay, are those reasonable ideas or not?" And to me, it's a reasonable idea. It wouldn't be my preferred idea, but I can understand why it's made, but it's not, you know, it's, it's low down on the list of preferences for the fan base. And so,
0: well, and please bear in mind the, a lot of the other attractive options for Buffalo were not there.
1: Kyle, I know it. It's it bills it, picking in the twenties is difficult. Here's what's going to happen. Brandon bean's going to lose his shit and he's going to trade up like he always does. There's no way he's going to be able to sit this far back in the order and have guys that he likes that are dangling there in the mid-teens and him not move up. He he always moves up.
0: Look for the Colts as the
1: trade back. Right. But, lock it in. Lock yep. that in right now. Let's Buffalo's moving business. up. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If, if Indy doesn't make the playoffs, that's going to put them between 15 and, and 20.
1: Right in the range for the Indy Bills to move up for – whoever or chase on yeah chase on gross, or
0: gross mottos those exactly. were the guys i wanted to try and find right. for buffalo on the board and they weren't there
1: two those guys have too many tools to be there at 26 right you know it's just how it goes i and you can you could slot them a receiver but like the the, the value at receiver is not going to be great especially considering the depth of the glass
0: yeah and i i mean i had Receiver, the best receiver that was left was arguably either Jalen Rager or KJ Hamler.
1: Pointless picks for the Bills.
0: Like Chenault was already off the board; he yeah. went to Oakland at
1: seventeen. Mocking the, the Bills, a speedy receiver is pointless.
0: So I don't know. I don't know what they wanted me to do. And and it was ironic because it's like, well, I'm going to give Buffalo a luxury pick, effectively, because I think a lot of this roster is in really great shape, and that should serve as a compliment to the Bills in their roster. And Bills fans are mad that I complimented their roster and gave them a luxury pick. Well,
1: Kyle, what you have to do is just give them give them a player that has the words Edge or WR next to their name. And they're, that's it? They're, they're happy? Yeah. Doesn't matter who they are, Kyle. They couldn't tell you a thing about the player and whether they're worth a damn or worth a first-round pick. But as long as those positions match up with what they think the Bills should do, you're in good shape.
0: That's going to be my criteria for every argument I'm presented with today. I'm going to say, please tell me your favorite quality or your least favorite quality about the player that you don't like that your team got.
1: Yes. And if they can't
0: answer that question, I'm just muting you. Happy
1: mock draft Monday, brother.
0: Thanks, man. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Uh, Tomorrow we're back for takes on takes. So looking forward to letting you guys run the show. We'll react to the hot takes, send them to at the Joe Marino we're at grinding the tape. Thanks as always for listening, Draft Dudes. Hope you guys enjoy Monday night football tonight.